Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone Podcast with Kenny White, the Wizard of Odds. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports and the Power Ratings at KennyWhiteSports.com. Randall from Odds Jam is here. Kenny White, the Wizard of Odds, is here. Mike from the Sports Nuts and me, Bob, from the Sports Nuts. We're ready to get the show rolling. I hope you guys are. And Kenny, we're going to start off with what a crazy, crazy weekend of college football. The Kansas comeback. Uh, what was that biggest, uh, the largest deficit comeback ever in the history of the Big 12? The South Dakota Hail Mary against South Dakota State. Just unbelievable, was it not? Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing that the upsets continue to happen. Uh, the FCS teams, as you mentioned, South Dakota and South Dakota State. Yeah. They have had upsets, upsets, and more upsets than the FBS have had. I've never seen so many upsets in my life. Uh, It's amazing. Anybody can win it. There's no clear-cut favorite in the FCS. I think there's eight teams, and and that's what's great about the FCS. They play a 16-team tournament the way it's supposed to be done. They've been doing it for years the right (laughs) way. So that's going to be the greatest tournament of of all time in the FCS because you have no idea who's going to win. It could be any of the 16 teams, I'd say. What do you think of the Kansas decision? Obviously, it worked out. Uh, Instead of kicking the extra point, they went for two and got the win. Go for the win. You're, you're, you know, you're, you know, you don't, you know that the longer the game goes, the less chance you have to win. And if you have an opportunity to win a game and you got to get two yards to win the game, and you're that big of an underdog, yeah, you have to do it. That was a great decision. It, it's just amazing how these teams just fall apart. Um, Texas, Florida, uh, they're just unraveling by the seams because they. They lose some games, and then they quit, and they've quit on their coaches. Oklahoma, big, big uh, downer for them, right? Yeah, they're still in it, though. Uh, they still have the opportunity to to win the Big 12, to win the Big 12 championship game, and to finish 12-1, and one, and who knows where they'll be, but I don't like what I saw. Uh, at, uh, the offensive line got manhandled by Baylor's defensive front, and it's funny. It's, it's all motivation, and uh, Baylor lost the week before that to TCU who was a motivated team, maybe playing for their ex-coach. And Baylor comes off a loss, and Oklahoma says, ah, they lost to TCU, they messed up the American. And the motivation was there for Baylor at home. Uh, It it happens week in and week out. These teams uh, continue to play hard. Uh, They play bad one week and then great the next week. All right. Randall from Odds Jam and the Sports Sports Betting Zone has got a question for you, gang. Yeah, Kenny, so last week, uh, Seattle Seahawks shut out against Green Bay. I know we've talked about this trend uh, quite a bit on this show, so this is the fourth time it's happened this year. Um, Arizona minus two and a half. I assume Kyler Murray will be back. I know you could uh, go on and on about the injury reports in the NFL. I saw you uh, saw you tweeting about it on Sunday, but I think uh, – I think Seattle's going to be a play for me this week, uh, plus the two and a half. You get you get the uh, you know the star back uh, with Arizona potentially. Um, you know I think they'll they'll be some rust uh, trying to find some rhythm offensively. So just curious of your thoughts on that uh, Seattle Arizona game. I know, like I said, you've got uh, plenty to say about the uh, Kyler Murray injury that they uh, <laughs> they failed to report. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, they, they had him they had him questionable two weeks ago. Um, I'm sure if he had to play this past weekend, he could have played. But come on, uh, if, if you knew he was going to sit out, you know, this week past weekend, that he was he was not questionable the week before that. He was doubtful. Let's let's be you know let's be honest. I, I just don't think that you should be listing a guy as questionable that's not going to play. List him as doubtful. Uh, doubtful means there's still a possibility they could play, but most likely he's not going to play. Those lists were so good for so many years, and now they're unreadable because you have no idea, and everyone is, you know, uh, lying about the status of their players. And uh, it's it's not good for sports betting whatsoever. The injury, the information is getting leaked out because uh, you see the lines moving in every one of these situations. You knew Dak wasn't going to play. The line was leaking out. Uh, they didn't move the, the Dallas line moved five points a week before that, before the before the before information even came out about Dak not playing. Same thing with Kyler Murray. San Francisco went from two and a half to five, and then hey, Murray's not playing. So it's not fair to the betting public. Uh, there's just a few individuals that are actually getting this information, I'm sure, and it's inside information, and it needs to be stopped. And you, we got to fight for our right to bet. <laughs> Mike, you're up next. <laughs> wow, Bob. That, that was like a little little Beastie Boys uh, yeah. punchline there. Uh, Kenny, look, you know, I, I feel like every week once we start touting a team and hyping them and, and maybe uh, announcing them as the best team in the NFL, it seems like they, they fall flat on their face. I want to know from you, who do you think is the most overrated team in the NFL? Right now, that's a good question, uh, Mike. And you're this this uh, adding a 17th game this year, coming off the COVID. Uh, there's there is a lot of parity in the NFL, and boy, it's uh, a motivation league. We saw last night San Francisco highly motivated at three and five, yes. coming off an embarrassing game. I mean, Randall unearthed the embarrassing factor for me early in the year when teams are shut out. That's embarrassing, but teams can also be embarrassed like Atlanta was, 46-3. That's embarrassing. And San Francisco is embarrassed. They lost the week before to Arizona with a backup quarterback. They looked bad. Uh, Now they're on national television in front of the entire world. They, you know, it's amazing. They play one game that is a D-minus game, and then the next week they play an A-plus game. You know, you need some consistency, but these are professional athletes, and it does happen. So the most overrated team, I'm going to say right now, uh, for me, is probably the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, that they've gotten a lot of love, and I think they're they're about an average NFL team. Uh, they're just getting way too much love and more. Maybe if it's in Carolina. Carolina's getting a lot of love right now. And I think they're a below-average football team. Uh, their defense has played very, very well. But uh, they're still below average, even, even with Cam Newton. But Cam might be a still... secret weapon, Kenny. You know? Yeah. See, For... Everybody know. Everybody knows him. He's, there's no secret about Cam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. His first play from scrimmage was rushing touchdown, and his first pass was the touchdown. So that was pretty good, actually. All right. We're going to move on to the NHL here real quick. Got one question before we uh, do the break here. Edmonton, the Oilers, man, they look to be the real deal. They beat my Blues Sunday, and uh, they can pour it on. They got a lot of speed. McDavid, Dreisaitl are a combination that are deadly. Uh, I know where you have them ranked in your power ratings, but I want you to tell me what you think if they're the real deal in the NHL. 
Yeah, they are the real deal. Uh, you know, my rankings are, are projections of what I think can happen in the future. It's it's not the rankings are not a uh, popularity poll of what your record is. Okay. And it, it it's it's a projection of what can happen in the long run and how teams will finish because I still have Boston and Colorado in the top five. Right. And neither team are playing very good hockey, but they have the talent to finish in the top five at the end of the year. I can't penalize them right now unless they start to really get a lot of injuries and they get banged up and, you know, there's guys out of the lineup. Uh, that, that's the way they're going to drop. Because uh, those teams will turn it around and win. It's just like an, uh, if people were look at um, um, an XFIP pitcher's rating, the, the XFIP is, is more predictive of what you're going to get from a pitcher in the future than what you've gotten from them in the, in the previous 10 starts. So my ratings are the same thing, that I'm, I'm projecting in the future what you're going to get from this team, not what they've done up to this point. So Edmonton right now, I'm projecting them as the best team in hockey, that the way they're playing, uh, the talent they have, this is, this is the number one team in hockey right now. I, you know, and I agree with you 100%. COVID is having an impact on the NHL. And, and Edmonton's very, been very fortunate, you know, with, with no injuries, no major injuries, no major guys out of the lineup for COVID. You know, you saw Colorado beginning of the year having all kinds of issues with the cap and guys out of the lineup. Blues get hit with COVID. Um, you know, Vegas having issues as well. Edmonton's been very fortunate that they haven't had to deal with any kind of uh, major COVID or injury so far. That's and they've right. capitalized. Absolutely. All right, folks, we are the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, brought to you by Kenny White Sports, KennyWhiteSports.com. And Kenny, I know the uh, the website is up and rolling, and we got a lot of things going on. Can you tell everybody about what's going on at Kenny White Sports? Yeah, I can, Bob. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's exciting times. We're just continuing to build and get better. But the PowerRatings.com, five different sports. You get the Power Ratings projections, the newsletter out every week. Uh, it's got great information, great write-ups on the website, more daily videos, uh, for, for featured games, for just certain information, what's going on in the league, what's going on in the sportsbook industry. Micah Roberts writes up a great report, his sportsbook report each week, and you can see how the books did, where they won, where they lost, and uh, all the information you need, plus great experts selling their information and their picks. I've been very successful. Uh, uh, the guys have all done a great job and have winning records this year. Yeah, that's fantastic. Don't forget, folks, KennyWhiteSports.com. Go there. You, you'll love it. You'll love it. And what's the price again, Kenny? For the power ratings, it's nineteen ninety nine. For the newsletter, nine ninety nine. But you know what? The deal of the year is if you buy the power ratings, you get the newsletter this year for free. That will be different next year. It'll be up as a separate item. But buy the power ratings for nineteen ninety nine a month. You get the newsletter thrown in. That's a forty dollar value. That's that's great. Nineteen ninety nine for the power ratings. Nine ninety nine for the newsletter. That newsletter is great. All right, Kenny. Uh, live betting in college basketball, and I'm just going to tell you, I bet a half a dozen games live last night. You ain't going to believe I did that. I think it can be profitable. I did pretty good, but you got to keep your eyes open and pay attention to the game because sometimes the numbers don't add up. And what I mean by this is I'm betting overs and unders, basically. No, 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 uh, I'm not taking any spreads or anything like that. Overs and unders. Uh, 
what do you think of that that philosophy there? I, I love it. I've you know been telling people for years that uh, over and unders are the way to bet because it's the sports book gives you that. They tell you that uh, when you go to the window on a college basketball game, you can bet five thousand on the side, but you, on the total they'll give you a thousand dollars. So if they're only giving you twenty percent of the uh, of the side, why is that? Well, because they don't beat totals. They lose the totals year in and year out. So basketball is a game of ups and downs and swing swings and momentum. And you'll you'll see that in these games, and you you'll see when guys are when teams are on when they're not, and you get a good idea of how strong deep their defense is when you're watching a game. Say, well, this defense is so good, I don't see anybody scoring here. The offenses just are not good enough to put points up in this game. So that's uh, I think it's a it's a big advantage to bet in game college basketball totals. I told Randall the other night. I went one and four in college basketball, and I texted him. I said, "I hate college basketball." Then I went five and one last night, and now I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love college basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love college basketball. All right, uh, I watched Baylor yesterday. It was an eleven o'clock in the morning game uh, in the Central Standard Time. Where do you have Baylor in college basketball rated right now? Number one in my heart after they won the national championship last year. That was that was my boys. <laughs> Uh, watching that team play last year was amazing. Davion Mitchell was the best player, I thought, in college basketball. And, uh, he's playing amazing in the NBA. But Baylor this year, I have, have tied for number 12 in the country. Really? Scott Good. Drew, yeah, Scott Drew does a great job. But, boy, when you lose, you know, Macy Oteague and Davion Mitchell, uh, trying to think of the third guard's name that they lost, was a big, big time. Jared Butler's the other guy I'm thinking right. of. Uh, that's, that's a pretty tough uh, cast overcome and then remember the big power forward Mark Vital also gone so four starters from that team are four of their top six players so they're they're still rebuilding they do have a lot of talent you really can't uh, feel bad for them this James uh, Akinjo the point guard is tremendous really good player he is going to be so much fun to watch all right um, we're going to go back to the NFL here Buffalo I think in my opinion is the team to beat in the NFL and by the way I have their defense in my fantasy football team, uh, and their defense can really control games. I think it's the time for that defense to take over in Buffalo to just secure home field. What do you think? Yeah, well, with the AFC, yes. I have Buffalo, my highest-rated AFC team. Uh, one point ahead of Kansas City, because Kansas City now making a comeback, but Baltimore's still good. Uh, Tennessee's having a great year. Indianapolis is starting to really put things together. So it's not going to be a shoe-in for the Bills. And I looked like three weeks ago and I thought, man, I had Buffalo number one in the NFL and it was all NFC teams after that. And I thought, they're the best team in the AFC. Let's let's go take a look. And they were favorite to win the, win the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so that, I didn't think there was any value there. And it, it, their odds are so low. I just don't see the value. I just see so many teams in this conference that anybody can win it. It's going to be a year of of upsets. Uh, the defense has played great. The one team I think is playing right now is my number one team is the Green Bay Packers. Right. Uh, they, they they have they have a, a defense that could rival anybody, and as the numbers don't show it, but they're starting to come together, and this defense is really starting to play well. I I think they're a top five defense, and you got Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. Uh, Packers are I think are the team with the value. Right, and I understand that, but I, I think Buffalo's defense is better. We'll see if I'm right or not. Uh, this week, matchups. There's some big matchups. India, Buffalo, Dallas, and KC. And 
this may not seem like a big matchup, but the Steelers at the Chargers is a pretty big matchup, too. Uh, This could really decide the fate of the AFC this weekend, don't you think? Um, It might be a little early, but you're right. Uh, There are some big games. Uh, Indian Buffalo is going to be so much fun to watch. As I said, uh, after starting 0-3, the Colts now are back to 500. They're 5-5, and and Wentz seems to be uh, in a a clear grasp of the offense, the offensive line, and Taylor at running back. He's just a a workhorse. He's one of the top five running backs in football. So this is... uh, a fun team right now. I think they're very well coached, but so is Buffalo. You said deep the defense. I agree. I've got Buffalo the number one defense in the NFL. Their offense, I've got number 12, though, right now. That can get better because we saw them last year. But it's their running game that scares me. They don't run the ball well enough with their running backs to really make a you know big 10 offensively. So right. I think they'll play some they'll play some low-scoring games in the playoffs. This one could be a low-scoring game too because these teams are so good. And you know Dallas and KC. Uh, who knows what you're going to get there? I really expect KC to come back and beat Dallas, but you know Dallas was hot early. Pittsburgh and, and the Chargers. I think the Chargers bounce back. Uh, Roethlisberger is he going to be there this week, or is he still going to be in protocol? Yeah, the number to me looks like right now Chargers at, at four and a half. Seems like an out number to me. Like he he will not play that game, but yeah. uh, you never know. He's listed as questionable uh, to play, so. Hopefully, the Dallas-Kansas City game is interesting. I think Kansas City's better. They're at home. They should be the favorite. They're bet up to two and a half now. But this is their 10th straight football game. Uh, They have not had a bye week yet. And when it gets this late in the season, and you haven't had a bye week, these teams are tired. They're they're ready for that bye week. They can't wait for that bye week to, you know, kind of get their body to, you know, get back to normal a little bit because these guys are beat up week to week. So this could be a tired team. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Kenny, I, I, I've got to know, were you surprised with that Steelers and Lions game? You heard Najee Harris say he was unaware that they that they tied. He was getting ready for another quarter, he said. <laughs> uh, you know, th- this seems like this happens every, every time we have a tie in the NFL. Players claim, you know, you remember the one year, Donovan McNabb and the Eagles, Donovan McNabb claimed he didn't know that there was uh, – uh, a tie, and, and and he was getting ready for another overtime. How do these players not realize that that's a that's the rule? You I mean there is a tie? There are so many players that don't know half the rules in the game. They just go out and play. They're not, you know, they're not students of the game. The students of the game definitely know the rules inside now. But yeah, it's uh, I, I the, the tie rule is awfully tough. I we we need we need wins in these games. Uh, but that this Pittsburgh team. They've done this historically. They play to the level of the competition, and Tomlin doesn't run scores up. You know, right? He's he's a guy that wants to win seven nothing, I guess, and yeah. it just doesn't happen that way. All right, very quickly, we're gonna we're gonna go here, but I want to mention the opening line, which is on Sunday nights. What 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 time Eastern time, Kenny? Is it midnight or? That is mi- midnight. Midnight, the witching hour for the over and overnight line report, and Brian Blessing and I give you the uh, early opening numbers the NFL, which come up, you know, about 12, 14, 12 days before the games. Then they're reposted on Sunday night. We give you the reposted number and any type of movement and where we think they're going to move to. All right. Very good. Folks, that takes care of our podcast for this week, the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White at KennyWhiteSports.com. We'll talk next week. See you then.